Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsock, and that over there across this virtual desk is my friend. Joseph Scrimshaw is my ah. name. <laughs> we didn't work this out. <laughs> I wanted to try something new. It was great. It was great. It was nice uh, to have the <laughs> faith that you meant me. There's no one else on this call, but, you know, I didn't want to assume. 
Well, you know, off uh, outside the curtain of our show, uh, you and I have been broadcasting virtually since March, I believe, right? Yep. And that was going on. And and, and thank God to programs like uh, uh, StreamYard or Zencaster and everything that they just, we, we could have really done this. Uh, we'd be broadcasting from the balcony uh, and I'm me on the couch. <laughs> Back in the day, but I think uh, for the hours that we put out every week, the fact that you and I have uh, been in uh, different parts of the city, and other people do this in different parts of the country, so kudos to them too. But uh, we don't step it over each other too much. Uh, we 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 get to the points that we're trying to make. I, 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 <laughs> a pat on our back for uh, <laughs> I haven't seen your face in a while, so <laughs> yeah, I think we're doing pretty well, pretty damn well. Well, uh, today, speaking of, well, this is a special Four Center broadcast. And yeah, a lot of you were actually tweeting us going, where is the discussion? And that made me happy because today we're going to be talking about the new Lego holiday special that dropped on Life Day, November 17th. A lot of us were excited for this. The anticipation was high, which is great because without a doubt, we knew going in this was going to have some humor. We saw the trailer. It's going to be silly, going to be have some heart. And it's that Lego humor mixed with Star Wars. And you know what? It was exactly that. And we're going to dive in to, to, to talk about the comedy, talk about the reveals and, and the heart. And, and, and yes, Joseph, big Star Wars lessons were present here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is not just a Star Wars show. It's a holiday special. And holiday specials, usually they kind of have a moral. Sometimes holiday specials are just all about the cool action. Right. Uh, <laughs> but usually, uh, I'm being facetious, usually, you know, they have some story to them. Uh, and this one definitely did have some stories, some morals. Uh, it was uh, written by David Shane, directed by Ken Cunningham. A lot of familiar names in the credits. Uh, as uh, voice actors and uh, producers and the whole Star Wars team uh, that has been making a lot of stuff like this of late was all in those credits that went by extremely fast and are minimized quickly on Disney Plus, which is annoying. Anyway, uh, (laughs) the credits thing, I think we're I think we're heading towards a great credits revolution when it comes to streaming, when it, it cuts away from them entirely or Mm. you minimizes them right when you want to pause. So you accidentally start playing the next thing. Very annoying. Oh, if you had heard me swearing, swearing so hard trying to get to the credits of the of the Lego Holiday Special. <laughs> I did, too. I, I watched it a second time with my wife and we're like, this is great. Yeah, it is. And then just a stream of curse words from me as I tried to pause on the millisecond of the actual voice credits. Man, very annoying. <laughs> anyway. We clearly need some holiday cheer on this episode uh, where we're talking about a, a holiday special. So, uh, Ken, I think you hinted at it, but what was your overall reaction? Did you love it? Did you like it? Were you just like, this is exactly what it said on the tin, and I'm happy with that? This is exactly what it said on the tin of candy, and I needed that candy. It, it truly was just what I needed, uh, not just not just for Star Wars. I mean, we're, we love the Mandalorian, so there's no, we're not having, it's not grumpy town over there, but I, I think there was just something so pure about this, so fun, and there was no confusing it for, for anything other than what it was or what it wanted to be or what it was supposed to be, fun, warm, and silly. But then it was also just really fully aligned with Star Wars messages, and that made me smile, particularly the second time. You, you know, you generally watch once for ourselves, second for the show, and any other viewings, you're taking notes, whatever. The second time, I just had a big, real big smile uh, early on of just the, the way they're leaning into some of the lessons. And I got to say, I hope we get one of these every year. 
Oh yeah, no, I thought this one had a, a real vibe of this could be a a holiday life day classic that they promote every year. But uh, doing different ones eh, that would be really really great. Yeah, a whole <laughs> I can't wait to see uh, the gritty but funny Mando holiday special would be amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm on the same page uh, with you. I, I think the goal of this is to be funny and charming and because it is star wars and a holiday special to be heartfelt and i think they absolutely hit those goals funny charming very specific kind of lego humor that has been uh, lego and lego star wars humor that has been established across uh things like the freemaker adventures and all stars and in the lego star wars video game so it was all like really uh set a goal and it hit it um for me, I watched it uh, on November 17th uh, with my wife. November 17th is, of course, actual life day, and it is our wedding anniversary. So this was really fun. As I said, I, I'd like to like watch the life day special, but it is our anniversary. So if you want to watch something else, and my wife's like, no, that'd be great. And so we got ourselves a, a nice meal uh, from the Smokehouse, the restaurant that you and I <laughs> both mm. like. Uh, so I had a martini. I had some steak Sinatra. I had this uh, great fun show and it was just like uh, almost overwhelming with like uh, all of the fun and the joy. And my wife, Sarah, didn't know anything about it. She hadn't watched any of the trailers. Uh, so when the time travel thing started happening and Ray and BB-8 uh, fell into a swamp, uh, my wife's jaw dropped. She's like, are they on Dagobah? Are they going to Dagobah? And it is so great to sometimes be able to take a step back and see things like this. Uh, through the eyes of someone who is not watching every trailer and, and reading, you know, a thousand hot takes on social media. Right. No, I love that. I love that. I love experiencing that alongside those uh, uh, fine people out there, which there's more of them than us. <laughs> <laughs> there's more of us who are like, what? Where are we in the timeline? Who's going on? What? Huh? Um, yeah. Uh, other overall reactions for me then is... It, I really like that these uh, these Lego specials are canon adjacent. They're kind of the timeline matches up. The general intent and energy of the character matches up. Uh, but even with it being just canon adjacent, it was just great to see Finn learning to use the force and seeing Ray's yellow saber and seeing uh, that journey continue. Um, and we'll talk about it. But for me, the only real negatives were just wishing that there were more of some things. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I didn't have any problem with what was there, but there's a part of me like, ooh, I wish we could get more of X, Y, or Z. And, and we can yeah. talk later about what that X, Y, or Z might be. Uh, that's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you on that. Excellent. Excellent. So let's uh, dive into some big ideas. What did you think uh, were the big ideas of this Lego Star Wars holiday special? Oh, man, going down my freeform theme checklist here. Uh, <laughs> the ideas of... Uh, change adapting looking for the way forward uh sometimes maybe by going back and starting over that's probably the big one we'll dive in here in a second uh, uh connection friendships you and i and looking at uh, mandalorian chapter 12 no spoilers for those that watched that show yet or or that episode connection and support uh, and and the power of that particularly um as on the opposite side of uh the inner workings of uh the sith and their <laughs> and their relationship and their master and apprentice relationships very powerful um, the idea that uh, from failure we can learn is uh, certainly a big Star Wars theme. All that was there and a little bit even uh, be, beyond behind the jokes, uh, the theme, but also maybe where the lesson of uh, Palpatine and his quest for more power and, and what that can lead you to. So 
all that was there for me. We can dive in uh, as needed uh, based on what you saw too. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I, I think I'm right there with you with all the big ideas, and you know, it's what's great about uh, something like this that's a one shot uh, holiday special that it is very clear with its ideas. Uh, so you can enjoy the comedy, you can enjoy the the Lego action, and you know, the the tugs on the heartstrings and the lessons are. Uh, are right there, which is nice. Um, for me, I think the, the way I kind of boil it down altogether is this general idea that friendship and community are just as important as mastery and power. Uh, you know, we get Yoda's lesson to Ray that really drives some of the ideas home that masters and apprentices uh, need to share joy and fun as well as the more, you know, rigid wisdom from a book. I thought that was uh, really great and then had that idea was uh, contrasted in a fun and funny way with the lack of joy and connection between Vader and Palpatine a um, mm-hmm. little bit Kylo as well, but really with Vader, it's, it's a fun joke of the uh, give the emperor the mug and he's just a jerk about it, <laughs> but yeah. it really shows that lack of connection, that lack of joy. And I think it all build, builds and it's, it never loses its, its uh, language of saying these ideas really in the form of, of a joke. Maybe, a couple of Yoda's messages to Ray are, are pretty clear cut, but you know, right at the end there, where uh, Sheev says, "I'll rule the galaxy forever by myself, like I always should have," mm-hmm. uh, that is great because that's the that's really driving home. Like, look, the masters and apprentices on the Jedi side of things, they, they can't just be rigidly about mastery and power and control. They have to be listening to one another. They have to understand one another. They have to share joy. And over here on the Sith side, she's just like, uh, I'll use you. Oh, no, you're going to betray me. I'll use somebody else. Oh, I don't trust him either. Oh, I should have just been here all by myself. And I don't even like presents. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, the, to build on that, the idea that's on, you know, it's it's played well for laughs. Uh, and I do mean played well. The, the you know, everyone's palpitating going, wait, Vader's going to toss me down a... a a shaft there and, and, and Vader's like, what, what, wait, you're going to replace me. Like it, it, it's the Sith way, the rule of two will two. It's what they preach. But to actually see these characters in joke form, kind of be like, wait a second. We have no true connection. It just works for me. And every uh, joke, there's probably some truth. Uh, is the old saying that uh, they hand it when you sign up for comedy, they hand you that pamphlet. Uh, I, so I, it, it was really effective for me that the dichotomy between the two, the two sides of this journey. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought those are all like great Star Wars themes, really building on essential parts of Star Wars. What is the master and apprentice relationship? Can you learn how to train someone just by reading a book? All sorts of like great Star Wars ideas. But then it dovetailed with this very traditional holiday message uh, from all of our friends trying to party on the Falcon uh, that the point of life day is fun and connection, not presence or tip yip, you know, and I, I like th- their jokes and it's great about, you know, remember, it's not about the, the tip yip <laughs> and Poe's like, oh, it all, it is. And, and Poe being a little bit uh, like Ray of reflecting that, like uh, that rigid, it kind of, it has to be perfect. I can make it perfect. And then at the end of the day, it's just throwing BB-8 like he's a snowball and making Wookiee <laughs> snow angels and, you know, dancing and singing in a circle. You know, it's all straightforward uh, holiday themes, but I really like that it still does dovetail with uh, all the other Star Wars ideas here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the uh, the one of the other themes, too, is just um, 
uh, Ray at one point when she when she's leaving, you know, and like Finn's kind of taking it uh, personal, right? And and it's just that now she's leaving for him, and 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 I, and I love that uh, Ray's journey includes uh, truly wanting to be a great teacher, like you like you said, Joseph, the best way to to learn and maybe get outside the book, but uh, speaks to the power and responsibility of teaching the next generation, which is important for Ray going forward. And again, canon adjacent. There's some. Um, themes some ideas for the characters that we, we might we might never see in, in full actual episode 10 canon we might we might not um but i i love that it was present there that this would be on ray's heart to to teach right uh that worked for me as a theme as well yeah yeah i know i think that uh, that is a kind of deeper part of the jedi storytelling that uh, mm-hmm. comes out in bits and pieces all spread through canon of movies books tv shows video games of you never stop learning as a Jedi. And I love that picture that Ray is like, well, I had this, this great victory and I, I, I feel a mastery over the force uh, myself, but I immediately have this new challenge where I need to learn something else of how do I teach that to my friend? Uh, yeah, absolutely there. And I, I love, um, I love, uh, love that the, the quote, I don't know if you want to dive into it here, but just um when Ray pulls out the Jedi text and says, you know, when we travel down the wrong path, we must search for another. It's what the Jedi believe. And I was really warm for that, warmed by that. Like outside the Star Wars story, outside the Lego holiday special I was watching. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's a great theme that allows for mistakes, allows for misjudgments, it allows for redemption and redirection, which is so key to Star Wars, right? We we always talk about our redemptions in Star Wars and, 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 and how and who deserves it and who gets it, but we never should... Never should get, forget that this that's the that's the morality tale that's playing out in front of us. So just hearing that, I, I really smiled at that, Joseph. Like just the idea of just, you know, destinies full of choices like you talk about. And and the way forward to me always exists. You just have to allow yourself to find it. And I just thought, what a message, particularly if you're younger watching this. And that tied into the heart of Star Wars for me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And obviously this year is a difficult a year, I would say globally is fair. Uh <laughs> And I think that's just a, it's a nice message to hear this time of like uh, right now of even if you feel like there is no way forward, you know, try a different road and you might be surprised. And I think it had the nice uh, from a different point of view, from a certain point of view theme, too, where, you know, she had that great attitude and that great energy of like, yep, the book says that that's my experience. Let's try something new. Instead of a lightsaber, here's a wooden sword and it appears to be a failure. But then you get to see him use it later and that it is, you know, to stop the the tree from falling. And, uh, you know, and he expresses how she's uh, been teaching me to be in the moment. So you get to see it from a, a different point of view. What Ray saw is entirely a failure. It was not from Finn's perspective. Absolutely. Um, other big thing for me that I would love to dive into is a, a much more Star Wars specific one, this idea of letting go. Um, mm-hmm. We've talked about that a lot. Uh, obviously, it is a central Jedi teaching that uh, that we've, that has been in there since uh, a new hope uh, and gets brought up again and again of that idea of you need to open yourself to possibility. You need to open yourself to your intuition and not just your intellect. Uh, And I liked that that was so literally called out in this episode that Ray uh, reminded Luke that that was uh, his first lesson and literalize it into we're, we're both trying to control the key, but we could let it go. And that would actually knock our, the villains over. So it was nice and, and literal. Um, but then I thought uh, on a deeper level as well, that one of the things that gave this uh, episode heart, it kind of goes with a little bit of the letting go theme of the importance of spending some time with young Luke when he was 
innocent of the heavy burden of his destiny. And that that's kind of, you know, that that Ray had been going on this journey of hoping to see wise masters, you know, teaching these powerful apprentices. Uh, and the one of the people that she gets more inspiration from is Luke, who is still young and joyful and hopeful because he doesn't have all this weight of I need to be a master. Right. Absolutely. Uh, truly wonderful. The mind of a child is right. Yeah. Or a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think uh, it, it uh, also dovetailed with some of the big storytelling in the sequel trilogy in particular of being really literal about uh, this theme that the past is important and you can learn from it, but you also do have to let go and move forward and try to live in the moment a little bit. And that's definitely uh, some ideas that are stake, at stake in the sequel trilogy movies. Uh, and I thought it was really great that this sequel trilogy centered holiday special with Lego was a literalization of that. Of Ray is literally looking in the past for the answer instead of finding it in the moment with Finn. Oh, I love that. Yeah, great, a great, great usage of uh, of that theme and in, 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 in action. You know, with the with a fun uh, time travel kind of um, uh, tool there. No, they, they, absolutely. I, I think, I, and I, and I, I, I would love if Star Wars kept kind of addressing that theme because you know we joke, but it got I think misinterpreted a lot uh, coming out of Last Jedi. But just to see it like this, now the past is there. The past is valuable. You can learn from it. You don't have to live there. Kylo's kind of trying to live there, even here. <laughs> uh huh. It's not going great for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you had a lot of uh, great thoughts. I want to make sure that we uh, spend time with all of them. Any, anything else from the the themes that jumped out to you that you'd like to discuss? Um, you know, the, the we keep talking about the power of support and together, togetherness. You, you, you framed it um, in terms of like a holiday lesson. Uh, and it was just great. But it, this is uh, the rise that rises Skywalker uh, theme and the, and the one you uh you have uh, about Finn, you know, Finn's uh, trying to, he's the glue, trying to keep everyone together, keep that connection. And, and uh, I think uh, to, to use a holiday party to, uh, to, to get that going and how everyone came together. I love that even Greedo gets to party, right? Um, <laughs> I, that's a, that's a, a, one of those uh, power, this support uh, togetherness we, and what we're going through right now with the, the support uh, is, smaller bubbles right now, but that's the real support. And that's what gets you through. And, and, and even for a tip, yip, uh, uh, holiday party, uh, you, you need, you need that. And it's valuable. And it's, I like that Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, it's just joyful to watch people, uh, you know, sing and dance and play in the snow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know you have a different relationship to snow than I do. I'd see it once a year. You'd see it every day. But uh, I kind of want to go, uh, throw some snowballs around you. Yeah, but I mean, this this is what holiday specials should do. That's the like the first snowfall, the joyful uh, before it breaks your spirit. Uh, if you grew up uh, in Minnesota as I did, but yeah, but it's still like the yeah that you want that. Those are the great days where you run out in your your snowsuit all bundled up, and then you come back in, and you get hot chocolate, and it's not about you know uh, any you know big uh, idea. It's just that it's just play and connection and fun, and they that ending really without being too schmaltzy really captured that for me yeah it did no i did i i, I tell you what i just had a uh, just had a, a good smile across my face through most of this so yeah absolutely yeah all right well not to transition too harshly from a smile on your face but was there anything you disliked or questioned 
Uh, anything I dislike. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we always say a dislike question. The other option is just pondered. There was a great funny Jar Jar reference, but next next time we must see him. I want oh. to see Jar. Yeah, was it the post saying this is going to be the biggest disaster since uh, Jar Jar's Senate speech? <laughs> yeah, very funny. Very funny. But yeah, come on. Give me some Jar Jar. This would be a great place to, to, to uh, put some Jar Jar into, the, into our lives. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think I've got a, a party rule of if you invite the Ewoks, invite the Gungans too. Come on. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, for me, uh, it is the same thing uh, of... Uh, just wanting more. Uh, I loved that this whole theme about masters and apprentice, uh, but, and I liked the, that Ray was, you know, really thinking about Luke because Luke uh, attaches to all these other characters. I liked the funny joke of she saw her master and her master's father and her master's father's master and, and all that. But I would have loved to just see more Leia in general in the show. I, we see her, you know, uh, falling through time is, uh, as a New Hope era Leia, uh, but uh, you know, I I know this is just canon adjacent, but I would have liked to see uh, Leia included as uh, Ray's master, or, or maybe even visiting Luke and Leia training. You know, maybe that doesn't work as well because you know they have a different relationship than you know strict master and apprentice. What with being uh, siblings and all, uh, but I still would have liked. I thought there were some great opportunities to either see you know, a flashback to Leia training Ray a little bit more or seeing Luke and Leia train a little bit. Uh, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I, um, the Force Ghost one was worked great for me, but yeah, there was a, when, when uh, New Hope Leia kind of falls out of the sky, I kind of went like, oh yeah. So, and you've got a, you've got a, a, a many, many great uh, voice actors out there who have played Leia. You throw a Shelby Young in there or something like that and, and, and you can do it. So, hey, maybe next time. Again, I, I'm pushing for next year too. So, but I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah, and it's just one of my favorite things about Rise of Skywalker, as we've talked about, is that it really elevated uh, Leia to not just being the uh, the leader of the rebellion and the leader of the New Republic, uh, or a leader of the New Republic, but also a true Jedi master. And and you know, I, I'm always looking for more ways to celebrate that. Um, yeah, and then I think for the other thing for me too of uh, Rise of Skywalker, I kept since they were dancing around it with uh, with Palpatine. Uh, being so shocked about the reactor shaft and uh, we even get the joke from Kylo of, uh, and there's no coming back from that. And then the, the look to the camera that it, it felt like great Lego comedy opportunity to have, you know, healthy Sheev, relatively healthy, uh, see half of himself hanging from a claw machine. <laughs> it felt like, uh, you know, maybe there, it just didn't work probably, you know, for the writers and the narrative. And, and that's all, that's all fine. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. These are, Ooh, it would have been great to see a little bit more. And the, yeah. I, the comedy potential of healthy, she seen, uh, the state that he's going to be left in. Maybe it's too creepy. I, I don't know. Um, Maybe it's on, on the cutting room floor, or, or maybe that's the whole next year's holiday special. But I, I would be excited to see a Lego, you know, rotting clone sheave. <laughs> I mean, I want to see that as an actual set anyway. So, yes, <laughs> I'm all for that. You're right. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. That might be the Lego set I finally have to make room for somehow. I think you'd have to, yes. Actually, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's it for me for, uh, any things I, uh, dislike questioned or pondered. I like your addition. We'll add pondered. Uh, any other big picture thoughts before we take a quick break? No, I'm ready to dive into the individual moments. Excellent. We will be right back with a lot of individual moments.
I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in, hold it And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Four Center friends, make sure you're keeping up to date on all the great content from Jennifer Landa. Whether it's YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok, you whippersnappers, Four Center's own Jennifer Landa continues to bring you fun, informative, and insightful laughs and moments. Also, Jennifer brings her experience and perspective as a Star Wars-loving mother to her DIY projects, blogs, and more. So be sure to head on over to JennyLanda.com. That's J-E-N-I-L-A-N-D-A.com for articles like how to make your own Darth Maul sneakers or 10 unique Star Wars baby gift ideas. Follow Jen on Twitter and Instagram at Jennifer Landa and on TikTok as Jennifer Landa 1138. <laughs> 
welcome back to the Four Center special, looking at the Lego holiday special that just dropped uh, this past week on Disney Plus, which is one of the benefits of Disney Plus. You know, it's been a year. My subscription just auto renewed, Joseph. Uh, so this is uh, the kind of extra Star Wars content that we uh, we are blessed to have right now uh, with uh, Disney Plus kind of providing this playground. So we're diving on in to the holiday special. That is right. We talked some big picture ideas, big picture themes. We pondered some more characters that I'd love to see in future holiday specials. But now we're going to dive into some favorite comedy moments, uh, some favorite heart-touching moments. Uh, there's a lot of comedy because this is uh, supposed to be a comedy throughout. So what were your favorite comedy moments, Ken? There's some big ones. There's some little ones. I actually really enjoy, I don't know, I enjoy a good I'm watching you joke. So when the Porgs, uh, when Finn's like, I can't do it with, it with them watching, and you zoom in on the Porgs, and one of them's like, I'm watching you. Hi. <laughs> True fact about me, I love that kind of humor. And I love Porgs and Porg humor, so I'm there for that. I love that. Um, I'll just run through uh, you know, Luke challenging uh, Yoda's do or do not, which is something that is just a fun conversation to have. I don't take it too seriously, but also at times I do take it uh, seriously. This was just a fun way to address it. Um, you've got to like this one though. Young Obi-Wan being bored in the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And then the fact that there were like N1 Starfighter toys on the desk that it looked like maybe he was playing with at some point. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It, but it was, uh, in all seriousness, it was a good reminder of where Obi-Wan came from and where he grows into. Absolutely. And in, in an episode that really, or a special that really is about, you know, growing and changing in Master and Apprentice. And it was kind of nice to see that, like, it, it connected young Obi-Wan to, you know, young Finn trying hard, but, you know, being frustrated. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, oh, I like, I like protocol, uh, not protocol droid humor. That's eh, fine too, but protocol, like, office space humor. Uh, so when the snowtrooper is facing two Vaders, it's like, any idea where the, what the, what the protocol is here? I, 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 <laughs> I like actually I really like that sequence the two Vaders um uh BB BB 90 is a disco ball for some reason was unnecessarily cruel but funny to me uh like that's what you get I don't know uh and then um other moments uh, other clones jinking the clones jinxing each other was funny because I gotta I gotta admit I didn't necessarily the first uh, time I watched it I didn't get it I didn't wasn't paying close attention and the second time I was like oh they're clones. I got it. I felt, I felt a little dumb that I missed it, but I, I got it the second time. Did you uh, like so their coffee and donut? Uh, I did. Well, they had kind of a, a Simpsons donut too. So uh, I'll take it. Uh, no, I, I did. I did like it. it the old, uh, the old bike cups, uh, motorbike uh, cups on patrol. I loved it. It worked for me. Uh, and I'll, I'll let you, I'm just running through some stuff. I love hearing the Death Star attack music and my final, I really, really hope they sell those emperor mugs on Batu. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they will, since they uh, called it out, right? As the location it came from, right? Literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a great list. You picked out some great ones. Uh, the porg looking at Finn was high on my list because it was. It felt like good porg humor, but it's also like, oh yeah, no, they are. Uh, <laughs> they're oh, becoming yeah. a part of this culture. Like we got our eye on you. This eye that we used to stick uh, naively into lightsabers. We're watching you now. Uh, that was great. Uh, I, for some reason, I, I think because it's really fresh and it is really meta, which the Lego humor can do really well. The one that really jumped out at me is when all of the different characters were boarding the Falcon and Lando says, off world Jawas. Nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, yes, we've seen those in the trailer. We're talking about it, but to have, uh, I, yeah, it's it, isn't it? It's both awesome and just completely random and weird that Lando would say it, but he's been around the galaxy. He'd know. He he would have seen them somewhere. Yeah, and it's one of those ones that's it's funny because it is meta because yeah, Jawas always used to be on Tatooine. That was canon, and their eyes were this color. And then John Favreau or Filoni or everybody on the Mando team was like, no, want them there. And then they're got slightly different eye color, and they're marketed as off-world Jawas, and it's such a a marketing thing, right, to call them yeah. off-world Jawas. Maybe it'll become really uh, solid in canon. So it's so recent. It's so meta. And then I just imagine, you know, somebody, <laughs> Billy D. Williams going, what does this mean? <laughs> and so, look, canonically, if you looked on Wikipedia, you know, <laughs> I don't care. I'll just read the line. Yep. Yep. So that made me happy. Um, I love Max Rebo. I, I was uh, so excited to see him in the trailer. Uh, I liked the, again, meta joke that nobody's listened to him for 30 years. Uh, the uh, Wasn't it the Max Rebo 7? And then he seems to say in his alien language that something horrible happened. <laughs> yep, I liked it. Which I really like. Uh, the dark humor in, uh, in these family-friendly things. Um, also, I think because it is something that's clearly a fan favorite joke, but it has not existed as long as some of our other fan favorite jokes. The whole shirtless Kylo thing was great. Uh, the close-ups, yeah. Hux not being able to say the right words. Um, I think I think I just really like that connective tissue. I meant to say that at the, at the top. One of the things I like about this whole special is it's just great to see all the eras blended together like this. That's always really oh. fun. Um but you know, to, to have something, have things is kind of as timeless as not timeless, but as old as who shot first. Mm -hmm. uh, that's such a standby. Now, combined with these things that are only three or four years old and they're from this new era, but are have that same kind of level of yeah, Kylo with his shirt off. It's a meme. Uh, it, to have that in here is really fun for me. Hey, you know, it's not only fun; it, it, it's important, right? Because this is, I think, it's too. It's a, you and I talked about it before. I've equated it to to music before. A great album comes out, and uh, you know uh, it, it's. But it, it, in, it's in 2010. An album doesn't mean as much as it did in 1973. So we have a, a tendency to look back at 73 like that was the golden era, where often we are living in the golden eras, uh, and, and it's tough to know that while you're in them. So to have a a something that is something from the current Star Wars generation that is going to be talked about and joked about for years to come and acknowledging it as such right now, I think it's uh, fun and important. So I, I'm right there with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I thought it was just uh, like the, the zoom ins on the Lego, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, lines for his chest were hilarious to me. Um, I, of course, as an Obi-Wan fan, like the three way hello there. Uh, oh, like yep the utter specificity on Mustafar Obi-Wan about where the burns were on his tunic. It's <laughs> yep. exactly correct. Uh, the Poe Zori uh, kiss through the helmet with the mistletoe. That was nice. Mm -hmm. Calling back to the, the uh, kiss through line of Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Babu Frick uh, doing uh, the worm <laughs> and other little breakdancing moves. I was kind of writing down some notes from memory and I was like, Babu Frick doing the worm. And then I really, truly had a moment of like, was that real or did I dream that? <laughs> uh, yeah, you just wrote down that sentence and it's true, huh? Babu Frick doing worm in Star Wars. Yep. Yeah, that's actually actually real. Um, very small beat for me, uh, but this is in the kind of humor list I like. I like uh, when BB-8 uh, shoots out what looks like an arm appendage 
there doesn't appear to be a wrist on where a uh, watch on where his wrist would be, but he it's the classic looking at my <laughs> wristwatch to see what time it is. I love that. Um, yeah. It's so cute for Baby Yoda. Good, solid. Uh, mm-hmm. McClunky, also, you know, the, the new classics. Yeah. Uh, but then my final one on this list is because it it's absolutely perfect. It is not new and fresh. It is, in fact, getting quite old, uh, but in a delightful way. Just uh, made both my wife and I laugh out loud is the shock at the end of Yoda being in full Burl Ives from, you know, Rankin Bass Rudolph costume at the end killed me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Love that. And also, like, I'm sure most people watching a holiday special are very familiar with that. But if you're not, you're like, the hell's he wearing and why? <laughs> yeah, kids that gather around will tell you about uh, Burl Ives. Yeah, so a ton, ton of great uh, fun beats. I- any other thoughts on the comedy of the holiday special? It, no, it, it it worked as expected, right? You know, I mean, we, we got the little style humor. The the emperor at times uh, got robot chicken e for me, but but that that works. Like I I enjoy that stuff. So uh, they really lean into that, and and it works. This is everything I needed. Uh, that's the title of this episode for me. It works. It works. Everything I needed. Yeah, I was really having watched the two seasons of the Freemaker Adventures. There's a lot of Palpatine, and and there's that that choice where sometimes he definitely does Lord Vader, and he does some very Palpatine stuff. But other times he, he's you know faster paced and a little bit more uh, maniacal, <laughs> uh, even than uh, than actual Palpatine. Uh, you know, sometimes with this kind of comedy, you need that speed, and you know Palpatine's got to pick up the pace. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I think there's that that vibe there that makes him really fun. Yeah, I think overall there's a bunch of uh, great comedy beats. Um, and I think what makes it fun is you never know when it's going to be some real world meta thing that might tie to marketing. It's going to be a wink and a nod about a fan discussion. Or it's going to be that comedy that really just dives into the characters like you know, the comedy of Kylo saying, I'm fine with throwing my Uncle Luke down the shaft, but uh, but Grandpa Vader, like, and that's, it's a funny meta joke, but it's also, it's coming from, in this very twisted way, the truth of the character from that mm-hmm. moment in his life. Uh, no, absolutely. Yeah. Everything kind of, they built upon what we knew from the characters in fun ways. Yeah. Yeah. So heart touching, right? Uh, holiday special should be heart touching. Uh, was your heart touched? And if so, where? Uh, <laughs> show me on the doll where your heart was touched. Yes. Dio saying he left. I, I miss my friend. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. I love that. He just says what we're all feeling, man. I love Dio. Um, there was, um, what did, oh, I'm trying to make sense of my own. Uh, no, oh, I did, uh, Ghost Luke and Leia, not just being there, but in my head, they follow her around, maybe. <laughs> that seems like that can seem creepy, but just like the fact that she has access to them. Again, this is totally Ganon adjacent. I get it, but just I was warned by that idea that that they could still show up and comfort her as needed. Uh, I wrote down. Uh, I already know. Ray says it to Jedi Luke. Oh yeah, yeah. She's talking to Return of the Jedi Luke, and just that that was a little warm uh, moment of him of her saying to him, "Yeah, I, you know, I, I know what you do down the line. You, you're you you you." make a, a big powerful decision out of piece of purpose and then i think a lot of people talk about talk about this when i saw some of the conversation but just uh ray saying goodbye ben to kylo oh yeah yeah no he said some some great stuff there and you're right i i in my desire for more leia i am glad that uh jedi master force ghost uh leia did uh did greet ray and that seemed appropriate for a holiday special with the, the family all all gathered round um 
Yeah, the goodbye, Ben. That was really great because there's a lot going on in this about, uh, you know, the original trilogy we've had years and years to sort of like iron out and, you know, get our our general cultural opinion of and this moment and this time, uh, you know, is solidified in a certain way and new people are discovering it and have different perspectives and that's great. Uh, But the sequel trilogy is so fresh. It's really interesting to see where in the timeline they pick up. And, you know, there's a part of me of like, Oh, are we going to see a moment of Ben solo? Because we can. Um, Mm. And I really liked how, how clear they were on the timeline of, of Ray truly being in the past and Ray knowing everybody's future and that, that, yeah, it, it was, it was a big swing for this holiday special to put that much tenderness in her voice. Like they, they got the joke of just her calling him Ben and had some fun with it, but then the, you know, sending him away and that it really did feel like the sadness of parting with him again of goodbye, Ben. It was, uh, it was great. Yeah, no, it, it worked. It, 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 it made me go. Yeah. 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 Um, I think for me, other ones, the DO one, definitely. Uh, I think Yoda appearing to Ray in general when she's having a hard time was that. That was just great to truly yeah. see them together, even though uh, we've heard him talk about her uh, to Luke and we've heard her, we've heard Yoda uh, whisper to him, to her. Uh, but I think what was really great about it, it was kind of picking up on that thread of what he specifically whispers to her in Rise of Skywalker about, you know, alone, never have you been. Uh, oh, yeah. that he's, you know, showing up to, uh, to add a little bit more to that statement in, in an important moment. Um, I love in her fight, her initial fight with Vader, which by the way, it's just cool to see Ray and Vader fight, even sure. if they're Lego. Um, the, uh, the moving, the moving rocks. That's like, that's what she's best at. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. I like that. Yeah. Uh, it- so on the Yoda thing too, it, it just, it meant a lot. You get Frank Oz to do the voice. It just meant a lot to, that he, he actually was there, that he's like, nope, nope, you're not just hearing me. I'm here with you. I love that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe it was Tom Kane who did his voice in this. Was it? Oh, I thought it was Frank Oz. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of uh, the, the uh, VR game that's coming out, huh? Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. All right. That, that moment means nothing to me. <laughs> That person who played Yoda for, you know, a total of seven years on the Clone Wars animated series. Eh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it, but it, it does. I think that is kind of a meta thing is partially why I, I worked so hard and uh, swore so much trying to see the voice cast of it is such a, an interesting mix of the actors from the films, the uh, voice actors from all of these, uh, you know, animated shows, the people new to it, all, all that stuff. It's an interesting uh, and fun mix in the galaxy. Um, so other heart touching moments, uh, for me, uh, more big picture things. Um, you know, I know this is canon adjacent, but just seeing Finn train in the yellow saber, like that's the, it's exciting for me, uh, touch my heart in, in that way. (laughs) And that I'm excited, uh, for someday, uh, to, continue those stories it was great to see him even in lego form in the final one for me you know i know it's very much on purpose and i think it works really well to pull on the emotional heartstring of luke staring at the twin sons moment yeah the moment we all know is that's him looking forward to the galaxy and wondering what's out there for him and knowing he has a place in it and it's some good and effective comedy uh for it to 
fall <laughs> into uh, the horizon right there uh, before he's ready for it and before he fully understands it uh, and then kind of returns it, you know, back to yeah. that pure moment is uh, that that was really effective for me. Yeah, no, uh, the twin sons moment is so powerful in a new hope that uh, that just you, when you invoke it, you, you it pulls on a lot of uh, heartstrings, like I said, but. And to, to your point of just the, literally like, I'm wondering what, what my life will be. And, and, and all the samples dropped down in front of you. It, it worked. And I, I enjoy a good blue uh, milk mustache joke as well. And on the Finn thing, I will say too, I like we said up top, like, yeah, Canon and Jason, but just to know that that's kind of the, there's uh there's folks uh, behind Star Wars that kind of share that idea of like, Hey, you know, this, this is probably the next logical step for these two characters. Uh, you know, you know, again, I know we probably won't see it, uh, uh, maybe we'll read about it, uh, you know, but to see it in official Star Wars canon with Boyega and Riz- Ridley doing it, eh, probably not, probably not. But to know that just that spirit of that exists in Star Wars, it, it meant a lot. Yeah, you know, I think that's a great way to say it. It's there. We talked about it recently on the main show we did about imagining Star Wars and kind of having a sense of uh, fun and play and dreaming. It's nice to have those characters live in that space of, you know, we don't know the adventure, but we could get together with uh, friends or do a podcast and, and dream about like, you know, is how is Ray training Finn? You know, what is he learning? What are what are his best four skills? There's just so much room to dream in a fun way. Absolutely. Dream in a fun way. Dream in a fun way. Uh, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you wanted to touch on about the Lego Star Wars holiday special? Man, I'm trying. I mean, now I want some uh, yip tip. Um even though, yeah, uh, Thanksgiving will be boring without it, uh, quite frankly. Uh, um, no, no, overall, I love, uh, you know, all the details. I think just a great job uh, to, to summarize again. Uh, exactly what I wanted it to be. And including the length, like, uh, you know, I was like, oh, we can have uh, two hours now, 40, 47, 48 minutes. Perfect. Just enough to get the kids' attention. Uh, and I'm so happy that the, the the marriage of Lego and Star Wars exists and that they developed this kind of Lego humor, and a lot of it did come out of that first uh, series of Star Wars games. So uh, I think it's it's in its own way a Star Wars tradition, and it, and it uh, worked well. Yeah, yeah. I guess for me the final thing is just, you know, uh, I, obviously the whole idea of Life Day has this uh, complicated and funny history in Star Wars. It's really great to see uh, Star Wars kind of taking a step forward and going, you know, things can just be a joke. It can be a... A uh, clickbait article about you know George Lucas wants to burn every copy of Life Day, uh, but it's great to just see actual Star Wars going. Yeah, no, let's let's take this idea that is weird and is fun and does have this complicated history, and just like Ray does in the special, uh, let's take a step forward with it. Yeah, I was I was worried, waiting for like an article from one of those uh, bad websites. It's like uh, Star Wars confirms the idea to bring Palpatine back bad and impossible based on that Kylo joke. Didn't see it. Didn't come across my desk. I actually liked the joke; thought it was funny. So, you know. yeah, yeah, and it it is all about just you know taking taking that step forward. And life day can be fun. Life day yeah. is fun, and I uh, look forward to celebrating life day and my anniversary, and uh, the anniversary of the release of Casino Royale, November seventeenth. <laughs> Extremely important day in my life. <laughs> Uh, which is funny because I watched Casino Royale uh, Wednesday. So, uh, you know, I, I celebrated everything. I, you know, I didn't get you an anniversary gift. I apologize. You, but, so this is a, a slightly off topic for Star Wars, but very quick. So, you know, my wife and I got married November 17th. Uh, November 18th, we had a breakfast with the wedding party. Uh, then we went to a matinee of Casino Royale. And I will always remember it because uh, 
one of the first sort of like jump scares where the, the guy that you think is dead isn't. My wife squeezed my hand and it was the first time I felt her wedding ring <laughs> oh. squeeze into my finger. Like, oh, oh, this, uh, that hurts. But it also feels really great because uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's my partner wearing her wedding ring. So you watch yeah. Casino Royale on the anniversary of me actually seeing Casino Royale, which is there very special. Go. Very special. I somehow, I somehow knew. You somehow knew through the force. It's connection. Uh, we try to wrap up some of our conversations with weird, fun questions. So this is the one I got for you, Ken. If you could have a holiday sweater with any Star Wars character or scene on it, uh, who would it be? Ooh, okay. I want to. Okay, so I, I, full disclosure, I do have one. I think it's just uh, Adats and, and Speeders. It's like a Hoth one. So I want a new one. This is a great question. Um, I definitely think that I want. Oh man, I think. I think I might want Chewie and the Porks. Oh, Chewie and the Porks. Yeah, I might want to like just a holiday there. That's some holiday cheer for me. Life. Yeah. Porks. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I forgot to say, I, I really liked uh, seeing the skeleton of Vader and then the holiday sweater. That was actually one of the funniest moments of like, where'd that holiday sweater come from? Yeah. Random. And I loved it. Random. And I loved it. Uh, yeah. I think if I wanted something, uh, kind of uh weird and ironic i i think i'd want a, a lovely holiday sweater of uh palpatine hanging from the claw arm <laughs> oh that'd be great uh but if i wanted something a little bit uh well still very weird but a little bit more heartwarming i think i'd have to go with uh my friend vat weirdo lulilo primak in a rodia ventifoli on a holiday sweater and people would just be what the hell is that i'd love that <laughs> I don't really, I don't, I don't, I don't even really like ugly holiday sweaters, but now I want all these. Yep, there, I know there's some great ugly holiday Star Wars sweaters out there, so maybe uh, I will need to buy one out of joy uh, of Star Wars meeting up with the holiday times. Uh, any other final thoughts for you, Ken? No, oh, what a fun little thing. Hope you all enjoyed our our look at it, but uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. So do you want to tell people where they can find us? I would love to. If you want to follow us on Twitter, go to Force Center Pod. We are on uh, Facebook at Force Center Podcast, Instagram, YouTube as well. You can get an audio book on us by going to audibletrial.com slash Force Center. You can also get some merch at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center and support us directly at patreon.com slash Force Center. Or, you know, just tell a friend about all the things we got going on here at Force Center. You can follow me at Ken Napsuck or KenNapsuck.com. And that man over there in the virtual table, Joseph Scrimshaw at com, where he can, uh, you know, uh, rank all the holiday sweaters. <laughs> that is right look for my holiday sweater rankings uh twitter and instagram at joseph scrimshaw all of their comedy adventures on my website josephscrimshaw.com that's the spot that's our look at the 2020 lego holiday special will there be more we hope so hey have a happy belated life day to all of you out there this was Force. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, 
about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.